0: Hey everybody, my name is Chauncey and welcome to another episode of Accidental Isolation, where I like to bring on a guest to speak about a time in their life where they may have been isolated, whether that be mentally, physically, or emotionally. This podcast is to give listeners an opportunity to realize how common it is to be stuck in isolation. Uh, so I like to bring on guests to speak about their story and hopefully you guys can gain tools from them to put in your toolbox to help you on your journey of life. Today, we got Money Marv, Marvin Frederick, man, a uh, former college athlete uh, from Orangeburg, South Carolina. How you doing, bro? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm blessed to be on here. Yes, sir, man. I just want to take time and say I appreciate you giving me a little bit of your time. I know everybody's time is valuable. Um, so for the viewers, uh, just go ahead and tell them a little about yourself, where you're from, you know, about your upbringing, things like that. Cool, cool.
1: All right, so my name is Marvin Frederick. Um, people know me as Money Marv. Um, I am from a small town in Orangeburg, South Carolina. Um, I was raised single parent my mom shout out one of my biggest supporters on just me and my sister my mom Um, You know, uh, I pretty much, you know grew up in a you know Single parent household, but I had a community right and and we'll go into that a little later But you know, I had my aunt um, My uncle, you know a lot of people from South Carolina because my family is spread out But I did have that close-knit, you know in South Carolina that I could you know always rely on right always count on and that's probably why I was you know very isolated as well because I had that close net so I didn't have to branch
0: out to get another, you know, network of people. So, uh, like I said, thank you again for coming on, man. Uh me and you spoke beforehand and you know the difference in accidental isolation. Um so why don't you go ahead and give the viewers uh a little insight of what that looked like for you or, you know, how, how that went about. All right, cool, cool. So I actually had, you
1: know, more than one um accidental isolation. You know, I think a lot of people will resonate with that. You know, you have you don't just have one, right? It's kind of like failing, right? You never just fail once. You kind of do it over and over and over and you get better every time, right? So, you know, the time I'm gonna tell you guys about, you know, in depth is gonna be, you know, kind of where I got started in the place I'm at now, which is, you know, a day trader. But, you know, my first accidental isolation moment, you know, happened in high school, right? You know, I was a college athlete, like, you know, Chauncey said, but, you know, that was my first time, my first, you know, you know, Probably moment of you know getting that, that, that taste of failure in my mouth, um, and I, I didn't like it. Um, I I get it. I went I went into high school about ninety pounds, right? You can imagine how small that is. Probably <laughs> probably about five four, right? I, I had dreams of going to the NFL. I had a you know a few cousins in the league. Um, I wanted to get in. I was a little undersized, you know, unlike them. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of had a struggle of putting on weight those kind of things. And that's kind of like where my, you know, kind of like where my moment happened. Um, I was trying to um, pretty much grind it out, trying to get a scholarship, you know, as as, uh, to somewhere I wanted to go on. But, you know, when you're playing a sport, when you're an athlete, you don't really control where you go, right? You just control the amount of work you, you know, you put in and that, you know, in turn, it, it, it opens up opportunities for those places you will
0: go. So, okay. So that was your first isolation. Like you said, bro, many people like, this isn't a one-time thing you learn from it and you, you're done for the rest of your life you're perfect it, it can happen over and over and over so your first isolation was in high school so what did it kind of look like i know you're a lot younger you know it know a little bit ago but can you remember what it looked like so you went in and you were undersized but you you got people that's in the league you know it's possible from where you're from um and you was grinding to work so what did it look like uh like a, a day-to-day almost like were you not talking to people? Or were you just kind of by yourself? Like, how did how did that look like for you? No, 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 so yeah, I would have to say it was kind
1: of you know my day to day was not talking to people, right? Mm-hmm. I had friends, I had you know, uh, you know, close friends, but you know, like I said, I, my focus was trying to get to the league, right? And the first step to get into the league is getting into college, right? At least on a full ride. Mm-hmm. So you know, I spent the uh, you know majority of my days, especially during the summer, doing two or three days, right? I know right. you know everybody knows two days, but I was doing three days, right? Um, from freshman year to uh, junior year. I was doing three days, you know, every day. You know, I probably would wake up around five. Um, and like I said before, you know, a single parent home, my mom, you know, she's an RN, you know, great money, but she always worked, right? So I, I kind of got that, that drive from her. You know, I would, you know, get up at five, um, kind of like when she, she clocked out, she, she came from her first shift, right? And I would go to um, my high school, Hartsburg-Wookson, right, and I would work out um probably come back home i would eat something uh, go to sleep uh, wake up watch something uh then you know go back i probably go back for my next session probably around one right and then that last session of the day because it is three days should probably happen around you know seven or eight mm-hmm. and i was kind of doing it like that like i said for you know three years yeah three, you know you didn't really have time
0: to talk to nobody be around nobody like i said you uh, were
1: just not yeah. in, focused I wasn't focused on girls. I wasn't focused on nothing, right? All I wanted to do was get a scholarship. All I wanted to do was make a name for myself, you know, take care of my family, you know, growing up in a town like Orangeburg, you think, you know, one of the main ways that you have to make it out of there is to, you know, be a professional athlete, right? You don't really see too many people, um, you know, financially successful doing regular stuff, right? Even though, you know, my mom was making pretty good money. I wanted yeah. to be the one to buy houses and cars for people. I wanted. To, the diamonds, the rollies, you know, I wanted everything, you know, I wanted that stuff. So, you know, I thought my best option was, you know, to become a professional athlete, right? So, you know, that's what I pretty much grinded for my whole high school career. And, um, you know, as I, you know, went through high school, um, that kind of didn't happen, right? That kind of did not happen, right? I put the work in, you know, all those things came. I I did have scholarship offers. I didn't have any big name offers, of course, um, but... You know, the recognition did come. The work paid off. You know, ESPN 300. I was ranked. <laughs> okay. You know, it, you feel, me? <laughs> you feel me top 300. You feel me? Um, I did have a rating uh, for a short, short amount of time. Um, it was like 70. It's, it's, it's one of the lowest ones. But it's a rating. Um, <laughs> I was rated. For <laughs> y'all, like, I ain't, I was rated. You know what I'm saying? So I I ain't had none of that. No stars. No ratings. I had none of that. So that's that's pretty good though. It came it came from the uh, you know the ESPN camps, um, the uh-huh. spark combines. Have okay. you ever heard of those? Right? You go to those, and you know the top athletes pretty much you know get ranked. So you know you probably have about fifteen to three thousand people. Um, I went to a few. You know, my first one was one in Alabama. Right. My mom like I said single parent, one of my biggest supporters. You know, she took off from work. We actually flew out there right you know, a mm. lot of people you know the single parents you know that their, their parents would not be able to do that right do that? She, she really believed that me right so you know we went out there I did that one it was probably that one actually had about 5,000 people mm. man when I say accidental isolation took place even more it, 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 it yeah because everybody there was like they played for Alabama <laughs> That's the first time I seen people in ninth, tenth, eleventh grade. That Look that that like college. That wasn't ish. 90 pounds. Yeah. So, you know, that was my first experience. Um, when I there I didn't do too good. You know, I didn't do too good. I didn't I didn't even place. I think I was like in the bottom thousand. You know, I wasn't last, you know, it was like, you know, four or five thousand people, you know, it was a good bit. So I wasn't last, but I wasn't, you know, high enough to get, you know, ranked or noticed or, you know, any kind of you know, school sending letters and stuff like that. But the next thing the next one i went to um was actually probably about a month or two later in charlotte right here in charlotte it's crazy right in charlotte north carolina my mom again you know took off from work brought me up here you know that time i kind of felt you know i've always been a dog man so you know i, I thought that you know no matter what happened you know i'm going to get you know great i'm yeah. going to be in the top percentile when i went out there and you know i went i was in the top 300 out of i think it was about 3400 people so I was in the top 300 you know I, I felt good I felt like you know I, I made my mom proud I didn't waste some time right I felt like I was one step closer to my goal of being in the NFL you know being someone that's you know a kind of a financial stable in the family right to be able to do those kind of things so you know that that took place and you know uh, coming into my junior year I kind of I had a, I had a coach I had a DB coach, you know, I love him. He was a family friend. He wanted, he wanted me to split rest with somebody. And I felt like they should never split rest with me, right? Because I feel like I put the work in, I was better. And we had another DB. Um, you know, he went to Clemson, he was, you know, very good. He had the size, everything. He went to the league. You know, I thought I was, I thought I was better, right? As far as, you know, fundamentals. He was more gifted, you know, athletically, Clemson, you know. Yeah, he was bigger. Yeah, he was more gifted, you know, no no doubt. But you know, as far as like being that number two. Or even number three, because we had another safety, right? He was also a D1 athlete. Uh, rest in peace, to Mari, man. You know, he uh, passed not too long ago. But, you know, we had those two guys, you know, D1 athletes, and I thought, you know, I should be the third, right? So I'm thinking if I'm the third, I shouldn't have to split rest with nobody, right? I'm not coming off the field, you know, this is my thing, this is what I'm gonna do. And, you know, that coach wanted us to split reps. You know, he was trying to split reps with a few people, and I was like, nah, but I mean, I'm not feeling it, right? So, you know, I asked my mom to be talked it over. I, I talked to a few, you know, high school coaches around the way, um, a few of my options, and I went to a white school, right? You, you know, you probably think, oh, he went to white school. He copped out, right? He, he took the easy route, right? But now nah, I took the best route, you know, for me, right? I took the best route to, to help me achieve my goals, right? So I went there and, you know, like I said, this whole, this whole time, like I had three moments of accidental isolation, right? So high school was my first one. Right, so whole, almost my whole high school career was accidental isolation, right? Mm-hmm. Brief periods, you know, stuff like that. But as soon as I get there, first day in pass, I break my wrist and my forearm. You know, I'm in a cast, right? I, I go to another school to, you know, be that, um, you know, all-around player to get more reps, to get more tape, to get more looks. You know, I had a few coaches talking to me. Um, very few, right? I mean, very few. I don't even want to cap. Like, very <laughs> few. It was no offers, no, none of that, they just was talking to me, but, you know, I felt like I got new school, you know, more reps, I would definitely get those, right, then I got there, you know, first day of pads, you know, I knocked them, yeah, I, I hit them, you know, <laughs> but I I got up, and, you know, my, my thumb, my wrist, and my forearm, they all were broke, right, I, I did all that, I broke all that, I, I fractured all of those things, right, I fractured those three things, right, so, the whole season, you know, I had a cast on, right, so, Automatically, you know, I'm already eliminated from being on the offensive side, right? Where you have to be able to catch the ball, hold the ball, protect the ball, things like that, right? So right then and there, you know, kind of another setback, right? So, you know, I I I haven't really had a, I'm 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 not shy to failure, right? So that's probably how, you know, I'm able to keep going because in life, if you want to be successful, you have to be able to fail and get back up.
0: Exactly. Right? But, um. So yeah. how'd you get through, so after you you know, you broke everything, you fractured everything, um, and you just, all three years, you kind of isolated yourself, man, because you had one goal, um, which is good to have a goal, and it's good to do everything to achieve that goal, but you also gotta keep the people around you. But like you said, that was the first one, and you learned from it. Um, So after you fractured your wrist, you know what I'm saying, you had a cast on, uh, you had a pretty good season after that. Uh, What was the next step? You know. I know you said in the beginning you very few, uh, but were you able to continue your athletic career after that? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the scholarships did come.
1: Um, I had two, I had two. Um, So out of those two, I went to a school. I'm not gonna name the schools, but I went to one, and I pretty much got kicked out before I got there. Um, You know, I was there for probably you know one semester. I got kicked out. You know, something happened. Um, You know, just being young and hot headed, got kicked out. You know again you know like i said i'm no no stranger to you know those moments of failure those moments of you know accidental isolation right because we don't plan for those those failures we don't plan for those hiccups right they just happen right you kind of got to roll with them take them to the chin right but um yes i got kicked out of there um i went home and you know my mom was she was livid man she was she was hot i enjoyed it this camp flew to that camp and you finally got to school this is you do. and then you it was it was a d1 school too so you know I, i I felt like I had failed, right? So, you know, I, I had been working for three years to get to this point, and then, you know, in pretty much a blink of an eye, you know, it was pretty much taken away from me. Um, and, yeah, I kind of felt like I was back at square one. So, you know, first thing first, like I said, my mom was, you know, she was livid, but she, you know, she always had faith in me. You know, she didn't discourage me. It was never, no, well, you know, it's time to get a job. It was, you know, are you, what are you going to do, right? It was, what are you going to do? So. I said, you know, I'm gonna try to go back to school. You know, I'm gonna, you know, probably go to tech, probably go to a JUCO and try to see if I can get back into another school, right? Pretty much chase my dream, right? To be that financial stable in my family. So, you know, I went to uh, a JUCO, Um, did very good in the classroom, right? Very good in the classroom, right? Had a 4.0 JUCO kind of went, you know, not too good. It was good enough to get another offer, right? But it wasn't good enough to where I got back to where I was or better. Right. So even at, on the Juco team, uh, like I said, my life has been, you know, full of failures. Right. So I got kicked off that Juco team for, uh, you know, punching the, the coach. Um, right. We, we I, I was pretty hot headed when I was younger. We got into, you know, some some altercation zone. And yeah, he said something I didn't like. And, and you know, uh, speaking of that team, we had some of the top rated Juco players in the country. Right. So I was in a great position. Right. To get to where I needed to be. Um, things just happened and I didn't, you know, maximize on that. But yeah, so yeah, you know, he said something I didn't like him, like, you know, I, I aired off on him and, you know, they kicked me off the team and, you know, I, I, still had my grades in the grade room. I still had that offer, you know, I got that offer, you know, blessed to get that offer before I punched him. Um, so yeah, so I got kicked off the team. So I pretty much just finished out the year that you go in the classroom. Um, and then, you know, when I graduated, um, I went to that college, um, that gave me the offer, right? So. You know when I got there um, this is when I um, you know formed a lot of you know very good and close-knit relationships right because you know anybody who says they do anything by themselves is probably lying right so you know, this is probably the first staple to my journey right or not the first staple, but the first you know major milestone right because some of those people I met there you know we're still very close-knit we're still very you know connected I do reach out to them they, they reach out to me some of them are you know, in, you know, they're doing what I do, as Mm -hmm. far as, you know, in the the day trading world, they're kind of in that same space, but they're doing other things as well, but that's why I met some of them, right? So I got to that school and, um, you know, like I said, you know, I'm a list of failures, man, list of failures. So I got there and uh, I got, uh, you know, I went to camp and I was doing pretty good, getting reps, I was on you know, thirteen working my way up. Like I said before, like I'm fresh out of, you know, high school, I already got kicked out of one college, went to JUCO, so I'm making my my way up, you know, that's what you have to do in football, you know, any sport, you have to work your way up the roster, right? Nothing's ever given to you, right? So I'm working my way up. I'm not really going as fast as I would like, right? So again, right, I get hurt again, right? As I'm working my way up the roster, I get hurt again. I tear my bicep and I broke my forearm because I dislocated my elbow. So yeah, again, another major injury, right? But this time, um, when I got injured, I kind of had to, well, I didn't have to, but I kind of, I kind of fell in a spot where I, I was looking for something to kind of, you know, fill the void, right? Fill the void of football, fill the void of, you know, being out there with my, my teammates, you know, my friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I uh, lost a bit of focus in the classroom. So, you know, after I got hurt, you know, like I said, I fell into that that dark space again. You know, another moment of excellent isolation, right? Um, each step is growing. Like I'm, I'm gonna tell you guys a little bit later. You know, when I get into, you know, the excellent isolation that made me who I am today, right? Because all those made me, but I'm gonna get into the one that molded me into this right here, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I get I get uh, injured and, uh, you know, I fell in a dark spot. So I started to, you know, do some things that kind of took my mind you know, off of my goals, you know, like I said, being a financial stable in the family. Um, so I uh, actually didn't attend any classes when I got injured. I didn't um, show up to workouts. I, so I didn't do a lot of things where right? I kind of threw it in the trash, right? I, I had a, a 0.4, I think, right? I don't think it, if you know anybody in college, right? That's less than a one, right? <laughs> so zero, a 0.04, right? That's damn near nothing, right? So pretty much I'm not doing anything. Um, if you know what that is, right, you know, you don't get any second chance after that. You get put on something called academic suspension, right? That's where you get kicked out of school for a year. Um, so that happens. I get kicked out when that semester is, you know, up. I, I come back home yet again, right, to, to my mom. She's like, all right, now, look. Listen. She said, you you might have to get out of the house, right? You mm-hmm. might have to get a job. You might have to get out. You might have to, you know, choose a different route, right? Um, but she was, she said that, but she also was, you know, she asked me what I wanted to do. Right. And I said, yet again, right. I wanted to, um, try to go back to school, you know, and, um, pretty much, you know, pursue my dreams. Right. So I ended up, um, like I said, I, I finished that year. Um, on suspension side, I went to, uh, I got a chance at another school. Right. Um, but when I got there, I kind of knew I messed up already. Right. Because the, the DB coach that I wanted to be there, uh, his name, uh, Coach Max, right, that's what I thought was gonna be there, right, a coach that's well known, right, as far as for DBs, right, he wasn't there. I had another DB coach, man, and we didn't see eye to eye on anything, and I mean, yeah, so, right then when I met him, I knew I kinda of fucked up, um, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't cut from the same cloth I was cut from, and you know, in sports, if somebody's not cut from the same cloth, it, it kinda of makes it hard to get along with them, right, because in sports, you have all these different, you know, backgrounds, ethnicities, personalities, yeah, you have all these different things coming into play, right, but a coach is a little bit different because a coach has to be able to, you know, relate to everyone, right, and I felt like he couldn't relate,
0: or wasn't, wasn't trying to, yeah, or wasn't
1: trying, yeah, I I felt like he wasn't putting any effort, you know, into relating with me or trying to relate, right, so, you know, we bumped heads a lot, Um, I actually got kicked off that team as well, Um, incidents, like I said, not foreseen, Um, I had a roommate, uh, he stole from me. Um, they actually kicked me off because I fought him because he stole from me, right? And I actually gave him a chance to come clean, right? You know, I'm the type of person where, like I said, I was hot-headed, right? I won't take no disrespect. So you know, he was a little taller than me, and you know, so I went to so, him and I asked him, you know, did you steal from me, right? And he kind of smirked. So you know, like I said, I'm hot-headed. So when he smirked, I said, oh, <laughs> you know, the orange bird came out, and the bird came out, right? So, you know, I got into a fight. You know, left his mouth a little bloody, you know, that's how we do, you know, escape, you know, so I got kicked off the team for that. Um, I was let back on the team, right. I was let back on the team after that. Another incident happened, um, with a player, um, that I knew before I even got there, right. Because he played at a D one school. I knew him before because of, you know, one of my friends from high school, he played at that same D one school. So, you know, we knew each other, before, he, he we knew each other before that last school, right, so we already were, you know, pretty tight, right? But we got into pretty much a situation where um, they wanted, you know, he was a star, right? His, his parents were, you know, a uh, dual, you know, I know everybody thinks that Deion Sanders and uh, 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 Jackson were the only, you know, one of the top people to play two sports, right? But his dad also played, you know, Major League and NFL, right? So, you know, he was highly touted, you know, they wanted to keep him, so, they wanted me to take the fall for what happened and you know like I said we were cool and you know you real stand-up person he didn't do that so you know I got kicked off after that and then you know that was pretty much the end of my college career right as far as football right so um, it was the end of my career but it wasn't the end of life right so a lot of times cool. you know in life you, you get faced with obstacles you think you know this is the only way you can go you you think um you know i want to do this and that and this is the route for me but that's not how life is right life is a deviations of routes, right and you don't really realize that until after you go through them and you live them right so you know my goal still was to be financial that the financial stable in my family you know i i knew that the nfl was not <laughs> that was option, what to yeah before. not an option at all at that point right it was Slim, not even slim to none, it was, you know, negative, <laughs> yeah, it was neg- not even a zero percent, it was negative yeah. percent. So, you know, off of that, you know, I kind of focus more in the classroom. I kind of focus more on, you know, what I'm going to do, you know, after I'm this, sorry. right? Yeah, after this, after that, uh, that college life, right?
0: So yeah, man, so like you, you know, college after college after college, right? Like you said, failures after failures after failures. And after each failure, what you thought, right? You was gonna go and try again, and then now was gonna be the time to succeed, right? So he left for college, got kicked off, went to another one, and this is the one. It didn't happen, right? So he's just getting hit, hit, hit. Like he's in a fight right now, you know? He keep getting hit, he keep getting hit, but he's still trying. At the end of the day, like in order to get out of whatever situation you're in, you have to try. Now, he's, he'll be the first person to tell you he's far from perfect. He was hot-headed. You know what I'm saying? He's being vulnerable, you know what I'm saying, with me and telling me his story and let you guys know that he was a fuck-up. You know, that happens to a lot of A lot of people are fuck-ups in it's life. be great. You um, got to be able to fuck up. Exactly. You got to be able to know you fucked up. You got to be able to know self-assessment. Like, you have to be able to look at yourself in the mirror and realize this is what I'm doing. But I am messing up, but that don't mean I, I got to give up. So he kept trying, and he kept trying, and you know what I'm saying? Football didn't work out, but at the end of the day, he knew he wanted to be financially free. That was his dream. I believe that was his dream all along, and he thought the only way to be financially free or to be the one who could buy his mom a house was out of sports or football, specifically. Um, I mean, that just goes to show, like, he he never gave up. He finished his college uh, career, maybe not on the athletic side, but he still- exactly uh so go ahead talk about you know uh you know football's done your athletic career is done but that doesn't mean our life's over so go ahead and you know tell them like you said you, you took the classroom back serious because don't let them mistake you, you know what i'm saying he got kicked out of school with a 0.04 but before then he was a 4.0 student and after that he got back to being that 4.0 student so go ahead and let them know like what happened after that yeah man so from failure
1: to failure from uh you know 0.04 to you know uh 3.5 GPA graduating, Um, I actually got a career before I even graduated, right? Because like I said, you know, I've been kicked out of numerous schools, School, so I had to, you know, stay a little bit longer at college, right, so I was in that kind of summer graduation class. I was taking classes during the summer and I actually got a career before I even graduated. Um, it was with a restaurant, I would get a chance to be in, you know, kind of like entry-level corporate America, right, making pretty good money, right, especially for a black college kid, you know, small town. I was making, um, pretty much, uh, I would say content money, right? Content money, right? You, you, you find a job, you find a career, you're making, you know, enough money more than you thought you would make. As far as, you know, with the job, you kind of get content with, um, your life. You kind of, you know, put those aspirations and those goals aside, right? Like I said, I wanted to be a financial stable and I know that although I was making good money from that career, that would never have been an option, right? So, you know, uh, I think that, and I actually got fired from there. Uh, another, another mistake, right? Another mistake. I actually got fired from there. But I think if I never got fired, and and this is when isolation really started.
0: Yeah, this is this is, is, the, this, the, is the,
1: this is the point, um, kind of the turning point, right? The things to change. Yeah, that I kind of had to look, on, um, you know, self accountability, right? Because before then, you know, as I tell you this, these stories now, right? It was not the same headspace, right? Back then, right? So you know, as I'm getting kicked out of these schools, it was never, it was my fault, right? Now it's, it's my fault because I had to, you know, look in the mirror and say, okay, well, you got kicked out because X, Y, and Z, right? Not because something they did or something you didn't like or something like that, it was because of you, right? So I had to look at myself in the mirror and I, you know, take an assessment and I, I, you know, deep down inside, I knew that I was the problem, right? So I had to change. Um, And with me being fired from that job, like I said, that was my my moment of external isolation that pretty much pivoted my life. I would say pivoted my life into, you know, what it's about to be now, what it is currently. Um, So, yeah, uh, after I got fired from there, um, a friend of mine from college, another, you know, part of networking, why networking is so important, right? Um, Community. Yeah, community, right? So, he he actually got me into network marketing, right? Uh, A lot of you know, people of our skin color don't really know what network marketing is,
0: right? Tell them what it is for the people that don't know what network marketing is. Break it down for too. You don't got to go too deep into it, but break down just the basis of what network marketing is.
1: All right. So pretty much network marketing is pretty much the entry-level uh, kind of like entrepreneurship, right? Everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, right? But network marketing is kind of the easiest way because you're not necessarily accountable for anything, right? It's, it kind of gives you a, a blueprint um, without responsibilities, right? So okay. You know entrepreneurship if you're going into that space you're trying to own your own business trying to own your own you know likeness your name all that kind of stuff you're going to come into that world you know when everything is you know reliant on you right and network marketing it kind of flips it to where it's not really you know it doesn't have the pressure on you because you kind of get you know the put it's kind of like you're, you're a worker and an entrepreneur at the same time yeah Right, that's what network marketing. Your money is
0: based off what you do, but you have a bigger company behind you. So if yeah, things don't work it. out, like the company's not going to fail. You might not be as successful as you want, but the company's not going to fail, exactly. and the product's not coming from your pocket. So you might not be in the positive, but you won't necessarily be in the negative. Not exactly. You
1: know,
0: you, you cannot do
1: so good and still not fail, per se, right? A, a, a opposed to being an entrepreneur where you're going to fail. It's, and failure is going to happen, right? You're, you're going to keep failing and failing and failing, and then succeeding, succeeding, succeeding. It's, it's gonna kind of you know outweigh the other to a certain extent. When you get to a certain level, the success will outweigh the failure because you're always gonna fail at every step. I no don't matter what it is, right? You're never gonna to get to a point where failure doesn't happen, right? You're always gonna fail. You're always gonna to have to you know self evaluate. You're always gonna have. You might always have you know these external isolation moments, right? Because like I said, you know I had more than one in my life, right? So you're you're gonna have those steps of where you have to kind of take a step back and look in the mirror and say, you know, this is kind of you know why my life is, you know, why it is, right? You have to, you know, look in the mirror and and take accountability for the things that happen in your life because nothing, nothing just happens, right? I know sometimes you get freak accidents, you know, stuff like that, but there's always things you can do to better the outcome, right? There's always things you can do to better the outcome, but, um, yeah, like I was saying, uh, you know, a friend, you know, he introduced me to that, you know, network marketing, you know, again, I kind of, I was in a, you know, like I said, I was in that external isolation moment, you know, after getting fired and I was still, you know, with handling, but I kind of had a, a kind of like a, a light went off in my head, right? I was like, well, I was like, you know, this is, this is my chance to be, you know, that financial stable that I, I promised my mom for years, right? So I get into that, um, you know, I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. I'm not really, I didn't have a big failure like uh, the ones before, right? So. Mm-hmm you know, off rip, I'm thinking, you know, this is, this is definitely it. Right. I don't have any big hiccups. Right. But again, I still failed in that. Right. So, um, going into that, I failed. I didn't reach, um, you know, you have certain statuses, right? Certain statuses equal the amount of money you're going to make. Right. Um, like I said, I was in that for about, probably about f- six months. Um, I never reached that first status, right. Never reached that first status. And then another friend came with an opportunity. Um, Again, like I said, network marketing as well, but this was the one that made me into who I am, right? Because it was network marketing mixed with Forex, right? If you don't know what Forex is, Forex is the foreign exchange market, um, similar to the stock market, that's what I do. Um, that's why I'm a, labeled as a day trader, right? So I was introduced to that by yet, yet again, like another friend in my network, right? That's why networking is so you know, important because you know, when you're entering these excellent isolations, your friends, right, or people close to you are the people most likely that are going to break you out of that, right? And I'm, I'm a very to myself type of person, right? But every time it was somebody I knew, something, somebody I knew that helped me break out of that moment, right?
0: And, like, to his point, it's always going to be somebody, like you said, in your community. Um, and at the same time, like, he, he just, you know, he just got fired, right? Um, got bills, <laughs> he said he just got a new first, car. if yeah, I got fired actually first of the month. I had car note and rent and was due. So he you know what I'm saying he just got fired and he, he doesn't necessarily know what he's gonna do yet, right? Um but he has these friends and they knew he got fired. Because he was able to talk to him. He knew like, hey, yeah, man, shit, I just man, they let me go the other day. How that happen you know what I'm saying? But because he has this community around it was like, Man, don't worry about that. I got I got this gig, right Because you ended up getting another job. Yeah, yeah weeks, you know what I'm saying, days after, yeah. he getting other jobs, so it's not like he's going to be sitting here, you know what I'm saying, by himself, whereas if he was, you know i saying, he went to all these schools, right, he had plenty of opportunities to meet, plenty of people, but if he went to these schools and didn't talk to nobody, stayed to himself continuously, and didn't have any people, well, once he got fired, it's like, now what is he going to do, you know what I'm saying, but luckily he had that community around him to be like, hey, yo, don't worry about it, you know what I'm saying, it happened, you know what I'm saying, uh, and obviously he knows it happens, like he's used to failure at this point, right, but... He's able to go ahead and get back on his feet quick so you know he just got finished with the network marketing company uh then now he just got introduced to the forex and mlm game uh go ahead and you know tell us how that is because that's what you're doing now so that's that's where your life is now um and that isolation is what led you to this as well as the community around you that did that so go ahead and tell us you know what's going on with you now all right so yeah so uh you know
1: after that mlm um I currently have my own business. It's more of, you know, that true entrepreneurial state. Um, I don't have any, you know, major company behind me. That, that's kind of, you know, what network marketing and, you know, multi-level marketing is, right? Is that that kind of like that safety net behind you, right? I, we, uh, me and my girlfriend, we took that leap of faith. Um, we branded our name and we pretty much made it into a business that we can, you know, be full-time entrepreneurs, right? And um, that's kind of like where I am now. Um, and even with that, I want to touch back to the MLM uh, side. of. I had, I had pretty good success with that. You know, I had a uh, pretty good success, you know, from, you know, a list of failures. That was pretty much a staple of my life of succeeding. Right. So, you know, I get in that space and I, I, I obtain the rank of, you know, P 5,000, you know, you're getting 5,000 a month. That's pretty good money. Right. I'm close to getting 10,000 a month right now. This is where, this is where your eye starts to open, like right? 10,000 a month, you know,
0: from your phone, 10,000 a month, pretty much for helping people. Right. That's $120,000 a year. So at that point you are a six figure earner and that's just one part of the income of what he's doing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, um, you know, that was happening, but then, you know, um, that company, you know, things kind of, you know, unwinded, right. Because I don't know if you guys are aware, you know, MLMs, they can be up one day and down the other. Right. So, you know, that's kind of what happened with that one. So we, we went to another MLM, um, like I said, it, it was a list of MLMs. They all crashed, right? They all crashed. They, they didn't work out, right? So we, me and my girlfriend, we took the leap of faith and started our own. And like I said, that's where I'm at right now, right? So, you know, but all of those all of those moments, they taught me things, right? So, so each failure taught me things, right? So, you know, I would have to say that the accidental isolation moments that happened up until then Made me be able to achieve you know that rank of p5 that that rank of almost you know a chairman team you know, making ten thousand a month right from my phone right and just once out of an income right it was two incomes right forex and also you know that income as well so you know all of those failures it, it, it pretty much propelled me to reach you know that next level of success in my life right so so yeah we we actually took the leap of faith of moving up here to Charlotte, North Carolina right before the MLM crash, right? So this is, this is another thing, right? We moved up here before the MLM crash, right? I, I'm close to getting 10,000 a month. I get up here, I'm thinking, yeah, I'm in the big city. I'm about to be making the big bucks, right? Um, that company uh did, did not work out. Uh, we failed and uh, yeah, so that's when I started, you know, like I said, me and my girlfriend started our own thing, uh, Blueface Affiliated um, Trading, right? We started our own thing because, you know, got up here and that company, you know, was snatched pretty much from under us, right? Pretty much like a rug, right? Snatched from under us. uh, I saw things go, you know, from, from gold to shit pretty fast. So, you know, but like I said, having those accidental isolation moments, you know, in my previous times, right? It allowed me to know that just because you fail one time doesn't mean it's going to last, right? Or it doesn't mean that that's the end of your goal or that's the end of your dream, right? It's just a, it's just a deviation, right? It's not even a role, but I wouldn't even say it's a role, but right, you, you fail, you you, you kind of get forced in life to fail to kind of help you realize certain things, right? And if you don't realize those things, you, you fail again, right? Or you fail worse, right? Every time you fail, it should be you taking something from that failure that's going to propel you so that when that external isolation happens again, you're able to pull yourself out, right? With also the help of your network, right? But it allows you to be able to, you know, become stronger, become better in all aspects and those kind of things, right? So, you know, we, we're up here in, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina, you know, and, and this is this is when we probably had about six hundred people under us. Um, you know, I'm I'm doing Zoom calls and all this kind of thing. I'm probably talking to, you know, at least fifty people a day, um, you know, doing all those kind of things that you had to do in the MLM space, right? So you know as we as we are you know crashing to our, our our abyss right i uh i remember being on the zoom call and i'm like you know I, i'm very unmotivated i'm i'm you know watching the the ranks you know deep rank i'm watching the back office you know slip i'm you know seeing failure yet again like i said i'm no stranger to it but i'm seeing it this time in a you know a way that i thought that i finally had made it right i thought that i had escaped you know failing i thought that i had escaped you know having those excellent isolation moments right i thought that it would just be all peaches and cream from here but that's not how life is right so you know i was very unmotivated i was very you know in a space of where um i was kind of like you know damn what do i do and you know i i had my support system back home but when you're doing certain things you can't ask them how to do it right because they necessarily are not in that space right you kind of have to you know, figure you're, it out. yeah, you have to figure it out on your own, right? You you have that support system, mm-hmm. that you have to
0: figure it out on your own, right? Because they're not gonna understand, you know, ins and is, outs of what you're going through, yeah, and yeah, everything, every little detail about your life, Yes. Yeah. and that's and I'm glad you said that because that's exactly what like this platform is for. Is like we can't tell you his story isn't going to be your story, right? But through his failures, hopefully you can learn. It's like okay. He, you know what I'm saying, he did that, he did this, he did that, he did this, Hey, I can use some of these things. And like, for example, like he just said, like, all these failures could be another word as a, you know what I'm saying, as a loss, right? So a lot of people love to say, like, a loss, a loss, a loss, and a lot of people turn that word loss into a lesson. That's basically what he's saying is, like, I failed so many times, right? So I've had these, all these isolations lead up from high school, I did all this, and then college, I did all this, and then what to the big one. See, in high school and college, where he go back to? mom's house. He always had his mom. At this point, I'm sure he still has his mom, but as a grown man, sometimes we feel like, you know, we got to do it. And a lot of times it's good. I mean, it's good to be able to want to do things on your own. I'm sure if he absolutely needed to, he could have went home. Maybe not for long. You know what I'm saying? Mama's ain't going to have you back for long, but he could have went home. But he was like, he knew going home wasn't going to solve his problems. He knew he had to, to self-assess, face his problems and figure out what's going on. And luckily through those isolations he had through his life, he was like, okay, failure it's not the end on BR all, because all, I failed before and I got back up and I would kind of equate my life to being uh, like the
1: Michael Jordan of, of the real world right off the court. Right. Because you know, he failed a lot, right. But he got back up and you know him as the greatest player ever. Right. And you know, when my story is finished, you know, hopefully I will be, you know, one of the greatest, right. When I'm finished, but you know, along the way, you know, a lot of people won't remember the failures. You know, I will, right. Because no one ever remembers, you know, the failures, if you're a win, right. Because, Um, you know, losers lose and winners get talked about, right? So (laughs) um, that's one of my, you know, favorite quotes right there. But, you know, when I'm all, when when all said and done, you know, I will be, I will be one of the greatest at what I'm doing, right? And, uh, you know, this, this moment of period will be forgotten by many, but not by me, right? Because I'm sure when I get to that level of greatness, I will also continue to fail, right? But I will know, you know, how to, you know, elevate from that failure and, and reach a new, a new, a new height, right, that hasn't been reached, you know, yeah, And that's what failure is about. That's what accidental isolations are for, right? They're, they're meant to happen in your life, to either push you to where you want to be, right? Or you're going to just, you're going to just flame out, right? You're going to flame out if you let it, right? But therefore, they are designed, right? Everybody's going to have them. They're designed to push you to where you want to be, right? Because everybody says they want to be this, that, and the third. But you cannot get to that without going through those excellent isolation moments and you actually see who you are and it prepares you to a new height, right? So, you know, when, when all said and done, you're going to look back on this and be like, damn, that's really somebody who kept failing and kept failing and kept failing, right? But it seems like he's been nothing but successful, but that's far from the truth, right? Because, you know, every turning point in my life has been, you know, some sort of failure, right? But I've been able to, you know, kind of get out of that and reach a new level of success.
0: So uh, let me ask you a question. So at every turning point in your life, what do you think was in common besides, like, the self-acceptance? Because everybody's not good at looking in the mirror and like, hey, it's my fault. And even you admitted it, like, that wasn't me then. Now I can say that easily because, you know i saying, I looked at it, I've been through it, I could do it. But at every turning point, right, or all these isolations you've been through, what do you think was common about all of them? Like, what do you think helped you get past all of them? Um, that's a, that's a tough one, man. If I had to say what would help me
1: get past all of them, I would, I most definitely have to say my mom. Okay. okay, Yeah. Um, you know, I, I got a wide range of supports, you know, I have close friends. I have my girlfriend, you know, I live with her, um, day to day, but I would just say that that relationship with my mom is kind of what pushed me through, you know, every external isolation moment. Right. Um, so I would just have to say her is Mm -hmm. pretty much the somebody. Yeah. You're going to always need... Yeah, the defining factor, right? That pretty much pushed me through that. You're going to always need somebody. You're going to always need, you know... I wouldn't necessarily say something. You're going to need somebody Yeah. to pull you out of that, right? So I would have to say that would be my, my person that has pulled me out of you know, each one of
0: those moments. hundred percent. And I mean, I'm sure at all those moments, like just from listening to your story, she said, what you going to do? She never... <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She never not wants to be like... All right, Marvin. So this is what we going to do. Boom 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 and he did and he went and did it and now he's wearing that. And that's not what happened. Like life doesn't just happen. Like a lot of times, especially with social media, we see it and it's like, ah, they doing that. All right, how's he doing it? Oh, he's with for you for his he's 4x. Okay, boom. I am to do 4x. Okay, now I'm re-. it don't work like that. You know what I'm saying? And now so not one point when he got home, that she say, "All right, Marvin, you 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 ain't getting it. This is what you going to do." You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, she asked them, what are you going to do now as a mother or as anybody who comes or anybody you feel comfortable uh, or have the courage enough to go and ask for help? They can give you guidance. What do you want to do? I want to go back to school, mama. All right. I believe you can do it. You know what I'm saying? I think you can do it. All right. So how are you going to take them steps to do it? OK, boom. Luckily, he knew other coaches. He knew other players who can network in and get them into these schools. And after college i'm sure he called his mama or if he didn't call his mama, he called his friends he called his community around it was like hey yo listen i just got fired i just bought the brand new car rent dude you know what I'm saying he's asking for help he, like and that takes courage um it's very courageous a lot of people feel ashamed like when they tell people i failed or i didn't do what i said i was gonna do even if you're like a boastful guy like let's say you brag about everything you do in life right and then you fail or even if you're modest and you don't talk about anything you do in life both of those people a lot of times have that ashamed feeling or shameful feeling. And, and, and they may think if I tell them what they're going to think of me, if I do this, but you gotta realize like the people in your life, like the real people in your life, they're going to look at you. They might laugh at you. They might pick on you. They might, you know, they might joke with you or do something, you know what I'm saying, that has no real depth behind it. You know, if they can't physically help you at the moment, they'll be there mentally or emotionally provide for you if they can't physically get you a job like, you know, his network did, you know what I'm saying? They would do more like his mama. Yo, listen, this is what you want to do. All right. Well, let me get your head right before you go do this new, new step. Right. Um, and that's what a lot of people need. A lot of people, need people around them, need that community. Cause like I like I like to say like we aren't meant to do this life alone. And like you I mean you said it yourself like exactly. if anybody tell you I did this by myself yeah. they either lying or what they saying they did they probably didn't do right. Yeah. And if they did it good job for them but they can go higher. That means their potential is so much more higher. 99.9% of the time they didn't do it right exactly. If they, didn't have, if they
1: didn't have no help and they're saying they accomplished these milestones they didn't accomplish them. Exactly They're they right. just capping, you know, maybe social media or something like that. But, you know, like, like Chauncey said, um, you know, every moment I, I had that, that kind of that fallback, you know, I wouldn't say fallback person, but I had that, that person that I could lean on, right, to bring me out of that, that accidental isolation moment. Um, you know, of course, you're learning from those moments, but you have to have somebody to lean on, right? You have to have somebody to lean on and you have to be taking, you know, those L's and turn them into lessons, right? That, those are the two things that are going to bring you out of that external isolation, right? You're gonna need somebody in your corner and you're going to need to be able to have learned from those losses, right? Because if you don't, you're gonna end up in the same spot, but instead of progressing, right? You're going to degress, right? So that's that's a very important thing. So yeah, if, you, if you're not, like I said, if you're, you're either getting better or worse, right? So even if like you're, if you're an athlete, right? If you're not getting better at your craft, you're getting worse, right? Somebody else is passing you up, somebody's getting better, right? In this game of life, right? If you're not taking those losses and turn them into lessons, right? You're not getting better, right? So somebody else is passing you up. Somebody else is taking your dream, somebody is taking your goals, something that you aspire for your whole life, and actually accomplish them, right? So you have to be able to do those things, right? So
0: because like you said, like, you're either getting better or worse. And when you got fired, if you didn't network or if you didn't communicate with people in your corner like and tell them what's going on, guess what happened? You would have got worse because yeah. that, that, that car payment wouldn't have got paid. Their rent wouldn't have got paid, or if it would have got paid that month, well, what about next month? It, it would have got month? paid that month. I was, <laughs> I was a GM, so the money was
1: already coming because it, it kind of was. Uh, it was set. Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. next month, it would have been. I'd have been. I'd have been on the street. Exactly. I'd and street.
0: what you did was like you took advantage of that opportunity. Like I, like I said earlier, like a lot of people sometimes expect things to happen or be like, oh, it's gonna happen. Like I'm down bad now, but I'm gonna be up. How are you gonna be up? You know what I'm saying? And what he did was he took advantage of the opportunities that was presented with him. A lot of people might have not taken opportunities or that. I mean, even if that opportunity is not for you, right, you have to either one, give it a try or reach out to more people or figure, you know, do research to find your opportunity. But at the end of the day, you have to do something. And he was presented an opportunity that he thought fit his dreams and his aspirations. And he did that and he took it. And like I said, now he's uptown Charlotte. He, you know, got his own business, got his own company and he's succeeding. Like he's already said, he's probably going to fail again at some point, but he's going to, he he's. Through his isolation, he's learned that, okay, boom, when I fail, it's hard to take a day, a week, to maybe sit in it, you know what I'm saying? Think about it like, dang, I wasn't expecting that. It was unintentional, right? But he knows from his past experiences that, all right, I done been here before though, what am I gonna do? How am I gonna figure it out? And I think that's something important, and it's good that he's learned that, right? And hopefully, listening to his story, you might not have to fail so many times, right? You can listen to his stories and realize like, okay, How did he do this? How did he do that? All right, let me learn from him. And that's, I think what I I want this platform to be about, just for people to listen to stories because that's how I learned best. I like to listen to stories and read books about other people and see how they did. Right. So I don't necessarily have to go through all those failures. I'm still going to go through my failures in life because that's what I need to do to get where I got to be because nobody's the same. And know that it's okay to fail. Right. But like my mom said, you got to get your ass up.
1: Right. So it's okay to fail you gotta get your ass up. Exactly. Right? At, at, you know, after every every failure, every road bump, every turn, every twist, you gotta get up, right? You gotta get up. If you stay down, you're gonna die, right? You got to get up.
0: And one of the quotes I used to use, like just kind of going up is like, cry to keep going, right? Don't cry to give up. Like if you're gonna sit and soak on it, like when you fail, like that shit might hurt. You know what I'm saying? You might feel sad, you might cry, even though emotional, you might just be in your room or you might not do anything, right? But do that with a purpose. Like, all right, I'ma let I'm gonna I'm gonna let myself sit with it. Cause we're not perfect. We're not invincible. When things happen, when I when, when he might have got fired, that jump probably hurt. It was like, dang, what am I gonna do? Right? But at the same time, he knew I'm, I'm gonna cry about this. Maybe not physically, but I'm I'm gonna sit in this. I did cry. But I cried. I definitely cried. Exactly, bro. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? You sit with your emotion. Like a lot of people are afraid to sit with their emotion. And that's something you have to be able to do because that's how you learn who you are. But once you sit with that, don't sit with it and give up. Like don't sit with it and be like, Well, that's what happened. You know what I'm saying? Cry to keep going. Cry to keep swimming. You know what I'm saying? What Nemo said, just keep swimming. So, <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> so, so back stuff. Don't go through the storm
1: to not see the sun. To stay there. <laughs> yeah, don't don't do that, right? That's 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 not something you wanna do, right? You have to if you're gonna go through the storm, just know that make it, it worth it. Yeah, man. Just like a it's just like a rainbow, right? The pot of gold is at the end of the rainbow, right? So you have to keep going, you have to go through it, you have to push, you have to do whatever you have to do, you have to use your network, you have to speak out, right? A lot of times when I felt I speak, I spoke out, right? If I, I didn't turn to my friends and ask them, you know, hey, can you give me this? Can you can you do that? You know, where are you right now? Can I possibly come on there too? Which right, if I kept that to myself, I would have never been here, right? I probably would have never gotten to this this moment in my life, right? If I just let those failures, you know, just accumulate without me speaking up. For, you know, people in my corner that could possibly help and change my tra- trajectory, right? So you have to speak up. You have to, you know, learn from those losses. And you have to keep going, man. You have to keep going, right? Life is a game of, man, life, life is a game of, uh, it's, it's, it's a game of endurance, right? It's a game of endurance, right? Most people you see successful are people who have endured the most, right? So if you can en- yeah, if you can endure the most, right, in time, you will become what you want to be. Right. But you have to be able to endure it. You have to be able to, you know, take those those moments of accidental isolation and learn from them, grow from them, um, use your network, find out who's there for you, who's not. Right. You have
0: to do all those things just so you can you know, get to the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So I hope you all was able to like listen to uh, Marvin's story and maybe gain something from it. Um, I just want to thank you, bro. Like I said in the beginning, like, just give me time because I know time is valuable. Uh, so I definitely want to uh, thank you. Uh, while I have you on, though, I know you said you got a business um, so I want you to be able to, you know, put out all your social media tags, your business information, anything you want to put out, just go ahead and let the followers know. You know what I'm saying? Where they can reach out to you if they, you know, want to talk to you or if they want to, you know, jump into business with you. Go ahead, uh, add that in there. Best, best. So the main way
1: you can access me, um, aside from a Blueface affiliated trading online, right, is gonna be through Instagram, right? And the link for our website is on my Instagram, a digital money marv. It's digital one underscore money one underscore. Marv, right? Make sure you get that right. It's a lot of fake pages out there. Don't get scammed, right? Make sure you talk to me directly, right? I also have a business page, Blueface Affiliated Lifestyle, right? So make sure you contact me on those IG um, pages and, you know, click the
0: link, you know, hit the DMs and, you know, let's get active, man. Let's go. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's get it. Appreciate you, man. Thank you.